Yeah. Are you a really sad car honking at another sad car? What's what oh, model? No, you sound like a duck now. No, you sound like, you sound like a car. Are you a duck car? Are you a car full of ducks? Okay, but what? I mean, even if it were ducks in a car, what car? What model Camry. of car is it? A Toyota Camry? Yeah. I mean, close as a Nissan Altima. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't tell. I don't know my cars that well, you know? Yeah. Not a car girl. Well, that, good, because this podcast isn't called Bitches in Cars. No, it's called Five Words, the podcast with mm-hmm. your host, Sean Patton. Uh-huh. And I'm Caitlin Cook. Hi. Uh-huh. And this is the podcast where we have on a guest who's going to tell us a story. But before they tell us that story, they tell us five key words from that story. And then we take those key words and what we know about our guests and try and figure out what the story is. God damn. You know what? Can I say story one more time? No, that was the Mercedes Benz of explanations. Well, shit. That horn sounds like this. Because it's a little more upbeat and German. Don't scare our listeners. So... This week's guest is a real humdinger of a gentleman. What a humdinger. Down-home boy, uh, hilarious comedian here in New York City from the great city of Atlanta, Georgia. We have a lot of... I feel like he's our third Atlantean. It's a big city. There's a lot of people that come. You know, uh, but this this dude, Michael Rowland. Michael Rowland. But actually, just... Mike Rowland. Mike Rowland. As we decided by the end of this podcast. But he is just an all-around... You know, I, I really he's do. He's a humdinger. He's a humdinger. Like he, but like humdinger, I think means good or bad in some cultures. So whatever, he's just a. He, you know what he is? What I call him? Oh. Humble hero. A humble he's a hero. sweet, sweet man. Very funny. We have a, we go all the way. He's an Atlanta Falcons fan. I'm a New Orleans Saints fan, and we had fun together. Yep, and they wore their Saints and uh, Falcons shirts. On the video version of this podcast, yes. which will be on our YouTube channel. We, we, this was unity in its cleanest, most natural form. Yep. And I wore black because I support nothing. There you go. <laughs> and we convinced Caitlin, who is a nihilist, to root for us both. Yep. Yep, that's what's up. So check it out. Give it a listen. It's a fucking great episode. Absolutely. Who that? Enjoy. Bah, bah, bah. Volume. We're good. We checked it. No, I just wanted to make that. I just wanted to. <laughs> I just wanted to say volume in that very cool way. Volume. Vol. Oh wait, hold on. Welcome to Five Words with Sean Patton, Caitlin Cook, and today's guest, Mike Rowland. Wait, do you? I got That's the most professional intro you've ever done. I know. I wanted to give <laughs> a professional <laughs> intro to show my allegiance to my fellow NFC South fan member. <laughs> As you can see, Atlanta yeah. Falcons, New Orleans Saints fans in unison together on a podcast as friends. Remember that, Houdat Nation and you know, twenty-eight to three nation, whatever you guys call yourselves. Dude, wow! <laughs> Whoa! The right digs, off the, the bat. Off the right bat. off the Bro, bat. I mean, I'm numb to it at this point. We, yeah. It, I mean, this season we have the game tonight. It's Monday Night Football tonight against the fucking Packers, and we keep blowing leads. We keep getting amazing leads, and it's just like the Super Bowl all over again. Can I say this? And Caitlin, this is maybe where you will come into liking football. Uh-huh. Uh The pat, the, the, the I, I, I gotta admit it. I gotta admit it as a lifelong Saints fan. I got. I fucking dig the new Falcons uniforms too hard. Really? Like too hard. I'm, like, like hey, a, I'm a, glad you like them. Dig, you like like the ATL over the. the I like. Okay, I like everything. I like the all black. Uh-huh. I like the matte helmets. I like 
and, I, and this is just me because I'm a numbers guy. I like the new number fonts. Yeah. I only, see, yeah. only because, and he could have played for the Saints, but he didn't. But I respect Julio Jones, wears number 11, one of my favorite numbers. But for years, the font was where the one was just two stripes. Right. So next to one another, it just looked like a pause button. Right? The number 11 just looked like a pause button. But then again, he is a showstopper. <laughs> huh? <laughs> That's the only compliment you're getting, Falcons. No. I like the Falcons uniform. I actually, I was actually rooting for the, it was, it was very funny. I was rooting for the Falcons in that Super Bowl against the Patriots. Yeah, of course. Only Fuck because, yeah, well, that, that, yes. but also because it was like an NFC South, the better the division is, the more badass everyone yeah, totally. looks kind of thing. Um, and, but I remember we were at, we were at our friends, Darius and Liz's, mm-hmm. and everyone was rooting against the Patriots, but most of them weren't football fans. They were just anti-Trump peep fans. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. weren't fans of Trump. And the rumor at the time was Tom Brady was like best friends with Trump. Oh, and I'm, that, uh, yeah. the head coach loves that. Trump too. Right. Belichick. Belichick. So they were just rooting against Trump via the Falcons. Dude. Yeah. But when the Falcons started to lose... We started, my buddy and I started calling the game like the election, like when it was like oh, no. all of a sudden 28 14, we're like, oh, he just won Kentucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they just scored again. Oh, no. Yeah, it was. It was a similar feeling. It was like a sinking feeling. Although, honestly, I didn't actually see us lose, if you can believe that. I, I was so excited by how well we were doing that I got drunk and I fell asleep at halftime. <laughs> and the last thing I remember is Lady Gaga doing that jump. Yeah, and then my friends spent the rest of the game trying to wake me back up because they were convinced that because I was asleep, that's why we started losing. So I still have friends <laughs> oh, that blame no. me for the loss. Saying this is why I gotta respect other NFC South fans because <laughs> there's like this almost almost. And I hate, I'll say because I'm from New Orleans, but there's this almost like voodoo like fandom for sure. Where there's so many little like, what are you doing? You're not wearing black and gold within 24 hours of the game? Are you insane? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, no, I just don't, I don't think it meshes with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like that, that sort of shit. Like, like my brother, I got him a, I, I found a pair of black and gold, like Jordans, mm-hmm. Jordan 1s. And I got my brother those, I think for his birthday. No, it was Christmas. I got it for Christmas. And he wore them like the next season. He, he waited and wore them next season and they won and then he had to wear those games. It was, and it was like last year when they were on a tear, uh-huh. and he wore them all throughout when Breeze was down and Teddy Bridgewater was winning. And then he didn't wear them like once, and they lost. And he was like convinced. Yeah. And it's like I think that's any sports fan, which is yeah. there you go, Caitlin. It's better for sure. than wearing the same, having to wear like the same underwear or shirt and not wash it. Like shoes are fine. Or have you shoes guys seen fine. Silver Linings Playbook where he, like he has to have somebody hold the remotes a certain way? Mm. Robert oh, De Niro. Yeah. He's great. He has Chris Tucker, part. who's escaped from a mental institution, hold remotes to serve. It's a great flick. Great flick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and, and like, that's probably like, <laughs> there are things that sports fans do. There, there are things that sports fans do, I think, that could be categorized in themselves. Like, sports fandom itself could be categorized as a mental illness. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I you think there I mean? are a lot of links between, like, <laughs> OCD and the way that, like, your rituals work when you're an athlete or a sports fan. Yeah. Do you have you any, have to do particular things. Do you have any uh, like rituals you do before shows? going on stage or shows or anything? Caitlin will always, always 
punch a kitten. <laughs> she will find the nearest. I'm what you're gonna say. <laughs> That's what I do too. <laughs> just the most random. It gives me like that that final like oomph, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 She'll 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 Feel adopt powerful. a cat 24 hours beforehand. Name it, pet it, be so sweet <laughs> to it. Be weird to other people who are weird towards it. Yeah. And people are like she loves that cat. And in front of everyone backstage, she holds it up and just fucking. Usually it's a right hook. Sometimes it's an uppercut. Yeah, no. Do you hold back? No, no, no she doesn't no. punch a cat. You do, you do, you do. Like go off in the corner and do so cocaine do and. Yeah, I'm now lately. I've been warming up my voice. That's which what I, I just good. slid that one in. I said you do go in the corner and do cocaine and and you were like, yeah, lately, yeah, lately. Robin Williams approach. <laughs> I that. You gotta not mumble it. Yeah. You know? I'll agree to anything. No, but do your thing. What do you? What is your thing? Oh, I just have been warming up my voice, which makes me feel like a doofus around other comedians. But yeah, I, I do lot, that. So. I do that. Yeah. I uh, before I go on, I go, "Sup, dude? Sup, dude?" I try to go <laughs> deep and say, "Dude, dude, sup, dude. dude?" Just to like get my vibe right. <laughs> well, I like to be good. I, 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 yeah. I, I, if I, to be honest, I, I, if I, in a perfect world, I don't want to be. I want to be one hundred percent alone. For a half hour leading into a set and the half hour afterwards, no matter what. Really? 100%. No matter what. Any set or just like a big set you're nervous if, about? Okay, a headlining set specifically. Right. Like a headlining 45 minute to an hour set, I want to be alone for the half hour leading up and the half hour immediately after. Even if I just, especially if I bomb, but, it's, but even if I just murdered so hard that people were like, I don't know if comedy can survive how great, or actually, Never mind. Comedy is better now because of how great your set was, Sean. Yeah, Even yeah, if it yeah. was that great of a set, I still am like, leave me alone for right. half an hour. Why don't you want to be? Because I think I expose. I'm, I just get. Per- I get. I don't know. I'm a fucking. I feel like I like rip myself open sometimes on stage, mm-hmm. metaphorically, and afterwards it does take a while to just sort of mend it up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it's probably to be honest. I think it has been uh, beneficial to my ability. Mm-hmm. But detrimental to my career, if I'm being honest. Sure. Like I think I'm a better comic because I focus so fucking hard uh, and put so much into what I do on stage and need that. But I think I'm a less successful comedian because I don't fucking want to talk to people after shows. Yeah, you don't. I don't want to take shake pictures. The hands, kiss I don't want to. I don't want. I can't. I can't. It feels awkward and stupid. And like I notice every one of my friends, nine out of. The 10 really successful comedians I know personally, I notice, are baby kissers. Yeah, they're personable with the I'm like, people. I'm like, I'll send your baby, a, I'll buy a baby a gift and mail it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a baby gifter. <laughs> you know? Or I'll gift you with a baby, but give me half an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? No? Okay. No. okay. Caitlin will, she, when she's done with her set, when we're on the road, she, will, she usually will smash her guitar over the head of whatever audience member she just didn't like I the most, like usually the one that didn't laugh the most, yeah. yeah. The and then she, baby. Yeah. yeah, she smashes her head over whatever audience member she didn't like, and then crowd surfs off stage. Yeah, wow, that would be fucking hilarious if all this were true. Yeah, that'd be a really awesome show <laughs> like if what? it wasn't over a person. If every show I smashed a brand new guitar yeah. and then crowd surfed <laughs> to the exit. I mean, this yeah, might be yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's the thing. Wait, 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 what do you wait, do? Yeah. We didn't talk about you. What is your real thing? Besides from dirt. Oh, dude. Up, dude? I go, I do like the, like, remember Matthew McConaughey at Wolf of Wall Street? I'll do like, yeah, you do that? Yeah. And they'll go, sup, dude? Sup, dude? Yeah. What's up, dude? And uh, if I'm really nervous about the set and I feel like I'm going to bomb, which is often, I'm sort of, I think I'm sort of like 
I need that feeling where I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ruin this. It's going to be bad. And then it, it ends up going well. But what I'll do if I'm really nervous, so I'll, I'll give money to like a busker. If there's somebody okay. in, on a train like who's like playing a, a song, I'm like, I'm going to oh. give them this money, not out of the kindness of my heart, but like hopefully karmically it comes you back put around. The good karma out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it feel comes that. Back around, and I, I get to have a good set. I feel that, dude. Like, well, that's, see, that goes back to sports fandom. Like, I used to be one of these insane, like, th- th- this level of sports fan, like, I get going to the games, watching the games, getting caught up in the shit talking, having fun. But it's the people who carry the results yeah. into yeah. their life. Yeah. Where I'm like, that shit sucks. It's when, exa- yeah. I don't see how you When, like, you it's can't exhausting. talk to someone for two days after the Saints lose or the Falcons more likely lose yeah. to the Saints, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, even that. Like, even there, it's like, I still got to, like, find little ways to jab. And it's like, I mean, I, I remember in 2011... The Saints lost to the 49ers in the Super Bowl. The Alex Smith quarterback 49ers, right? right? 2011. And I was in L.A. at the time watching it at a Saints bar on Hollywood Boulevard with a bunch of fucking 49er fans, and they lose. And, I'm, and it, was like a, it was like a last-minute heartbreaking loss. Yeah. And I was fucking livid, and I'm stomping back to the apartment I lived in at the time. And my friend, who lives in San Francisco, texted me like, didn't see the game. Who won? Just like being a shithead. Yeah. And my bla- I had a Blackberry at the time. Did you smash it? I threw it at a tree. And it was that moment where I was no. like, I can't do this level of fandom anymore. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I still, I have like relatives and shit who it's like, they get like when when you're watching a game with someone, it's like yay, boo, ah, fuck you, yeah. ah, ah, that's fun. But when someone suddenly just like, god damn it, fucking fuck, fuck, that's that's how my dad like, is. Dude, chill dad is. out. Yeah, my yeah. dad would Why lose his this? mind. Do you, do right. we think it's because men are not allowed to be no no sad no 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 no, 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 no. my mother my mother will not watch big games around people because of the vile that she spews forth. Really? My mom, when the Saints went to the Super Bowl, my dad and my brother got tickets. They won the lottery thing. Your, your mom, the sweet nurse. My mother, yeah, the sweet nurse. She's such a sweet my, my, my parent, You know, there's like a lottery for tickets at the Super Bowl. I don't know if I've ever seen Bowl. her watch a game. Oh, exactly. Mm. My mom <laughs> gets fucking... My mom turns into a demon witch. She went with them to Miami. My dad and my brother went to the game, and there was like a Saints watching... For fans who were there who, who couldn't get in the game, a Saints watching event. My mom did not go. She watched the Saints winning Super Bowl in the hotel room by herself. That's what I'm saying. It's not just a male <laughs> yeah. thing. I know. I, I know, know women. I know. I know it's not. My sisters. Just, but like, one of them. Anyway. I don't know. I used to have a college boyfriend who liked the worst football team. Uh, soccer. Sorry, soccer team. He was South African. Uh, Liverpool. Uh, and you mean South African? Say it yeah, right. Yes, exactly. South African. Yeah. More of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean's way better. South African. No. South African. Yeah. That's pretty no, good. That. Didn't feel as good. What if I? No, he's from Johannesburg, and I'm from uh, Cape Town. South African. That's not true. Whatever. Lewis was from Cape Town. Well, I'm from Australia originally, but I grew up in Cape Town. Yeah, I'm terrible. Man, if there were if there were like an alien species that were like that came to Earth and were like we're, we will vaporize all of you unless and we're going to randomly choose one of you, you can pull off five accents. We, we, we would. <laughs> and all if they die. choose me, I'd, I'd be like, I'm we sorry, everyone. I'm very sorry. I can do Scottish, and that's it. 
I would get Barely. so excited. I'd be like, I'm going to save the fucking world. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it's come down to me like this. <laughs> that, that would be something you, you, I could do. That'd be such a strange demand, too. Like, everyone <laughs> everyone like, higher up, like, <laughs> politicians would be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you do. Actually, Mike, you do have that vibe and that look as, like, the, why me? Guy in the hero <laughs> yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do have what? The, yeah. what do you mean it's my vote? Swing vote. <laughs> What do you mean I'm a superhero? I don't know. This is really flattering. Wait a minute. You mean that the biscuits, I, my homemade biscuits that I make every year for my buddy brunch? You my fucking Those will save the planet? My biscuits and fried chicken that I make, that my grandma's recipe? Yeah. <laughs> my grandma from Savannah, Georgia like, recipe? Well, that's, yeah. I, no, Kaylin, I think it's because some people... The idea of living vicariously through a sports team. Yeah. But I also think, and this is where it gets fucked up, that a lot of people just are so goddamn unhappy with everything else in their life. Totally. That they pump everything into their fandom. And that's the thing. This is what I kind of this is what I kinda hate about sports, is that every and every professional league knows this. Mm. They know this. They know that they are there's half the people who are just enjoying it and have a good time, and half the fans who are just miserable human beings who they can just suck as much money out of as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, but, but business, but, and I think that's the case. I think like, I, I think there's some people, it's like when you see someone react like, like I, and I can, I can admit when I threw my phone at my Blackberry, I was not very happy in life either. Threw yeah. my phone at my Blackberry is what I said. Because <laughs> a Blackberry <laughs> now is just like a giant immovable mo- object. Yeah. But yeah, when I threw my Blackberry at the tree, I was like, ah, oh, I was also miserable at the time. Yeah. And because I was drinking too much and bombing on stage and going on the road and loving it, but also just getting my ass handed to me. And you just kind of fucking. Right, I'm in it right now, yeah. Yeah. Just drinking too much and you just. Yeah. Oh, I think a lot of people are going through that right now, though. I mean, I what mean, else? I, I like, I've stopped for a while and then I've been like, why am I being sober? Like, what else is there to do during this pandemic? I <laughs> made the decision today where I'm like, I'm going to stop drinking for a while now. I was like, yeah. it's, it's time. I've been going. Yeah. It's just it's it, the time has come, and I I was like journaling. I'm like I'm gonna do it for a year, and now I'm talking to you guys, and I'm like that, that's a little crazy, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean no, it, dude, it is necessary. That, I mean that's especially when you're on the road. Like I love going. I miss going on the road. I've been uh, able to go, it's I'm so like, much fun to just be I in another it. town and get yeah. hammered. It is, yeah. but I I found that like when I'm happiest on the road is when I can at least. Uh, control like I, there were years where I would go on the road and every single club I did I was drinking with the staff or with other comedians mm-hmm. or people from the show every single night yeah and you're just a fucking mess when you get back to town or when you get to the next state and or city and I now when I go on the road and I'm, it's been fucking a while I miss it I mean we went a couple times in the past month but I'm not gonna be on the road again for a couple more months but point is when you, when I, I, you have to learn to be like, all right, I'm going to drink the Thursday night because that's only one show. Yeah. And I'll drink the Friday night maybe because you know, it's two shows, but I'm not going to drink Saturday because I got to fly out Sunday. Like you just have to like, fi- you yeah, have to, yeah, yeah. and stand by, like don't just standing, turn yourself into a piece by of fucking. Standing by uh, is the hardest part. Because that's when you're happiest too, when you can like show up back from the, or, or like that's the other thing too. Being on the road, staying out till 4 a.m. on the Thursday, and then waking up at 2.30. Yeah. And then being like, oh, I got five hours till showtime. Well, I guess I'll fucking lick my wounds until then. It's like, that that. that sucks. But when you can get up and actually have a day in the town, that 
It helps to stay slightly sober is my point because it's impossible not to. It's also so much fun when you get off stage and people are like, can I buy you a shot? And you're like, of course you can, yeah. even though the club gives them for me, to me for free. Yeah, I still want like your shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, so Mike and I met in Atlanta in 2017 when I was doing my one-person uh, show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the, in, in January of 2017, I was warming it up for the Edinburgh Fringe Fest later that year. That show was so good, man. Thank you. It was so funny. But Thank you. But also, we met after the show. Uh, you were one of the 12, 13 people there because it was one of those rare moments when there's a predicted snowstorm oh, no. in Atlanta. And so the entire fucking shitty, shitty, it's the entire city goes full Walking Dead and shuts down. Yeah. It's just like, I remember like that morning being like, the mayor says be home by 6 p.m. and don't leave. And it was like, it's ice that falls from the sky. What is everyone freaking out about? <laughs> and they're saying a projected three quarters of an inch? Yeah. And it didn't snow at all, if you remember. I, I don't no. remember. I don't remember that aspect of it at all. But it sounds like something they would do. And I'm... I'm sure everybody that was at the show was just comedian. Like, that was like, fuck that. We're going to see Sean Patton. And yeah, then it yeah. didn't fucking snow. Snow or no snow. I mean, it was a fun yeah. show, but like, it was also... Atlanta is a city I truly do love mm-hmm. because it truly is a southern metropolis in the sense that like, it's a city. It's a major city. It's got everything you can look for in a major city. It's got somewhere. Yeah. But it's also still got this like... Like the good version of a southern edge to it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I like being from there. I don't know. Although <laughs> New Orleans seems better, but it seems New better in terms of just having an older, more established culture. Yeah, and it's like more well defined. I feel like Atlanta sometimes doesn't know what it is. Like New Orleans knows exactly what the fuck it is, and Atlanta sort of always like you know we we have this identity over here and this identity over there, and it seems more. Not divided, but just less well-defined. Because it really didn't come to prominence until, like, you know, like the fucking 60s or 70s. I don't even really know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, and I you heard it. Mean, yeah. You yeah. heard it. Well, very right. specific. Very specific. Culture. You it's heard it here like first from an Atlanta Falcons Francisco. fan. Yes, it does have a... Yeah. Well, New Orleans is, hey, you nailed it, older. Yeah. But New Orleans, it, there's just, like, but there's a, here's the downside. And I love my city, but, like, it... It nails the beautiful, inspirational, old world European, like, sort of like that's where you go to be inspired yeah, and feel alive and amazing. let go of like the bullshit and just totally. live as a human. But like, it doesn't nail the city aspect of it at all. Like, I remember who fuck was it? Fuck, who was it? I think it was Dave Stone. Dave Stone. A fellow, fellow comedian, fellow <laughs> yeah, Atlanta fellow boy. George, George. We were, him and I were talking shit about a fucking Falcon Saints game or something, but he was in Atlanta at the time, and uh, he, threw, he threw like a, well, it sucks that they lost, because the Falcons lost, I believe, <laughs> but it was like a, sucks that they lost, I guess I'm just going to have to suck it up and go to my meeting at Adult Swim tomorrow. Oh, yeah, because that's based here. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. There is also, like, actual big, like, if, you know, Adult Swim. Yeah. It's well, based in Atlanta. Now more than ever, people, are, know? Moving, people are moving down there because possible yeah. to have a career yeah. in living. Right. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, 
all of that movie filming was supposed to take place in New Orleans. What happened? Because it was Bobby going fucking there. Jindal is what happened. Oh, dude, it was the what, worst was politics thing. Governor of Louisiana ever. He's Democrat or Republican? What do you think? Republican. Yes. And he, he, the only reason people were filming anything in Louisiana was because of the tax incentive, which and he, he did up. away with. Yeah. And it all just shifted to Atlanta, and you're welcome. But now Atlanta's like, they shoot more shit in Atlanta, I believe, than anywhere else. I mean, they, in shoot, the they shoot so country. much stuff there. It's crazy. Yeah. So many people are moving there. The city is fucking changing. So many people are moving there now because of this from, from New York City. Yeah. Because it is. I just don't know what they're going to fucking do about uh, public transportation and traffic. That shit is going to get... I'm just awful. You mean the Marta? Talking to my fucking dad. Why, do I, <laughs> why am I talking about this? Yeah. The Marta's... I mean, the Marta's ass. And then it's all buses and they're caught in traffic like everybody else. Yeah, I mean, that, that it, like... But that's the other thing, too. Like, when, last time I was in Atlanta, I noticed. I was like, oh, man, this has L.A. traffic now. Dude, yeah. yeah. And it's going to yeah. have... But it's going to yeah. have, like, L.A. people, too. I'm curious to see how it gets defined is like more and more people move down there and be like we're in the south <laughs> yeah this, well, oh my god this is literally so home oh my god this is so cute this is so Bell southern jars. yeah oh, actually now biscuits. i'm go- now now i almost want to say thank you bobby jindal for not fucking yeah, ruining yo, dude, new orleans i'm saying man he, he didn't <laughs> man, actually bobby jindal wait a minute <laughs> you might be a fucking genius you dipshit <laughs> no. a genius dipshit but also because that's the thing yeah new orleans but it still is, yes. Uh, but I also just... Wait, what? 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 This is totally unrelated. Did you watch the Top Chef season that took place in New Orleans? Did I didn't. I stopped watching <laughs> Top Chef. <laughs> it's the best really season of Top Chef ever, <laughs> except for the yeah. ending. Whoa. Sorry, but, uh, Big fan bang. Con- continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I don't know why I got that off. <laughs> I, get, I get real... I mean, I know the show is about the, the, the rela- human relationships, and they create beef, and it's <laughs> unscripted, and beef both on the table and between the people. I also just, I've, here's my thing with foodies and foodie types. The thing is, food, whether it's good or bad, does the same fucking thing. It Understand? It turns into poop. It, but before that, like, if you eat the most delicious fucking foie gras with creamed asparagus and, uh, you know, uh, beluga caviar. I mean, that meal sounds disgusting almost together. But <laughs> if you eat the most delicious fucking steak dinner or shitty, cold, weak old pizza... By the time you're done with both of them, the same exact result is met. I disagree. You yeah, are full. I, I know, but you are full. You are, you're, you're nourished. You're full. No? Yeah, but you, no, yeah. you're not nourished the same way. And also, there's a level of enjoyment that I'm starting to appreciate as I get older. I guess. Where it's but just like, it's a nice way to have an evening. Just like a nice like, bit you know, of food you, you actually enjoy. If you eat like a well-prepared meal that has like food love, coming in from like behind it. organic farms or whatever, and like it's more vegetables than week-old pizza, you're going to feel better. It doesn't now, do the same. I am, I am trying. I'm campaigning right now for week-old cold <laughs> pizza. It is the same. <laughs> Which, right, that's all you get for the next month, week-old cold pizza. Can I be honest with you? This is what's... I, I'm just trying to relate. I love cold pizza with an insane... Like, it's scary how much... religious fervor. Like, sometimes, sometimes all I want is, <laughs> like, day-old cold pizza. Do you buy pizza, not touch it, and just put it right no, in the fridge? No, I don't. I don't, because do let's just hypothetically say our fridge is a carb-free zone That's until Saturdays. <laughs> no, but, like... You could but, easily I buy know, pizza. But, like, there's I'm something about, like, the, the, uh-huh. cold, <laughs> the cold pizza sauce... 
and the bread's kind of crunchy, but only because it's cold. Ugh. And the cr- and like the okay, cheese. Let's I, also I, say oh, that Sean I'm prefers his coffee lukewarm. So I don't know that I you also have to drink lukewarm coffee. I, I, have, I have a bizarre Whoa. palate. We can admit that. <laughs> we can admit that. All up food front. is the same. But it's also <laughs> I can say this, I, and I can also say this. So I did grow up eating real fucking well in in New Orleans. Really, I did grow up eating. Not, not, no, not like no, not like okay. By well, I mean for the taste buds. But that's it. Sure, sure, sure. The only part of my body it was good for was my tongue. The rest of my body was like motherfucker well, but my so tongue was like is- this is amazing yeah. i bring this to you my tongue is a chef boy day <laughs> just a big fat fake italian <laughs> chef <laughs> i give you more of the food for you body and my body's like fuck really dude yeah I, I ate like we didn't eat i felt like we weren't eating good food anyway my grandma made great food but my parents would be like here's bologna and hot dogs it was good enough for us. It's good enough for you. See, I would love your parents. I love fucking... <laughs> those are two things I also love. Go to Wendy's a lot. Oh, that was good times. Wendy's is the, <laughs> one of the best fast food chains in the world. So... Caitlin doesn't fuck off. with fast food really that much, which nah. I'm impressed by. I, I, didn't I don't do it. Though. I don't really do it as, as an adult so much, but when I was a kid, it was. Yeah. It Occasionally, was the best. when we're on the road, we'll go somewhere for fast food. But like, uh, my mom, my dad was a chef. My mom was a dancer, choreographer who like was very health conscious. So Holy we just like ghost. didn't go to fast food. Yeah. yeah. Also, it was LA. It was like. They ate fresh avocados no. off the trees that in the backyard. That so nice. You're probably taller because of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, stunted. I, mean, I ate bologna and fucking Vienna sausages like an asshole. Yeah, but that's, but, but that's because yeah. you're the... Me? What? I'm I would have done that you're the, that's you're the, the like un, You're the, like, the... What is it? The, um, the, the unknowing sort of humble hero. Like, wait, what, uh, Me? I'm going to save the world. <laughs> All right, let me just finish my bologna sandwich and bowl of mac and cheese. All right. Uh, here I go. I guess I'm going to... I guess I'm going to... I guess I... Uh, well, this is one of my five uh, accents that I do. Uh, I guess it's time to save it all. Yeah. It's that, definitely... That, that, the alien, Raymond. Yeah, the alien race would be like, uh, we don't know if, if this is an actual <laughs> accent, but he committed. He committed to it. <laughs> He committed to it. Save the planet. Wow, there's one. That's uh, this is the <laughs> alien. 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 I mean, I can do. I can do voices. Robot I can do voices all day. Who am I? I don't know. I'm the guy. These aren't these ex? I'm the guy. Who got Nordic. his thumb oh, permanently <laughs> stuck up his ass. But that's not from anywhere. But like, be that guy from France. Okay. Hello. <laughs> I have I mean, a terrible accent when I fall in my thumb. What? It's a permanently stuck up in my ass. You got Italian, I think. Is that for, it went all over. It, it, Luxembourg. He's from Luxembourg. It's, it's like every word British. travels to a different country. That guy's from Luxembourg. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There was definitely like some Eastern European. You know what yeah. that is? I'm doing the voice Baltic. of God. <laughs> <laughs> because God is from everywhere at the same time, and he's also a frog. <laughs> he's also. I rule the world, and I sometimes I am fat, but oftentimes I do not. I am not in control because I am a force, much less a sentient oh. being. Oh, God smooth. is all things. God. And part frog. Drunk Borat. <laughs> Borat's <laughs> coming back. They're doing I'm a Borat. Watch. I saw that. I will course, watch. I'm going to watch it, but why? I don't know why the fuck they're doing it. Oh, I it's think. Nothing sacred. No. Nothing. <laughs> no, it's not nothing right. This is a, that was a stupid question. That's no. all right. We allow three stupid questions per guest. Oh. Wait. So, real quick, top three fast food chains from third to best. Go. Okay. You. Top three fast food's going to have to be... I mean, there's really just the two greatest fast foods. All right, go. Then that would be Wendy's and Chick-fil-A. Okay. Okay. See, I go Arby's, Wendy's, Taco Bell. 
I would put Arby's in there too if I had to get a third. Taco Bell, I refuse oh, to dude. get on board with this. Mm. Now they're trying to go fancy. It's like, who are you? I don't you care. You got your fucking people. Fancy. I don't care. It's, no. they're like, it's like when Conor McGregor wears a tux. Same thing. Can, wait, can I do mine? But I don't know if they're actual <laughs> fast food. <laughs> what? It's Panda Express fast food. Yeah. Wait, I mean, yeah, that, that it's uh, Panda Express is know. fast food like musical comedy is comedy. Wow. <laughs> no, don't be offended. It's like yes. I'm offended for you. No. They yes, they they are both I mean, delicious and like probably this. not that good for you. I feel like but yes, definitely there's Pan Expresses with drive through windows. I mean it's got it's got, more, right? it's got express in the title. Yeah. All right. Panda yeah. Express. Yeah. Chipotle? Ooh, that's a that's a good question. Yeah. I think Chipotle is Chipotle is what every fast food restaurant thinks it is or aspires oh, to be. It is, In and out. It's fast food. In and out. It's a In and out's 100%. Good. Yes. Moe's, yeah. Moe's Mexican Grill is one of the best. That's fast some foods. southern shit right there. Dude, they got them other Mo's. places. Moe's is the fucking man, a million times better than Chipotle. That, that you heard that, Chipotle? The challenge is well, here. Chipotle isn't that great. It's just there. a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's the you least shitty, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And dictate exactly what you're getting. Um, that's they right, got, Chipotle. We're not, we're not fucking, we're not like those Tuesdays with stories boys going to kiss ass for Scott. For not a, us. Those guys are sponsored they, by Chipotle. And guess what? They, I think, eat for free. So smart, smart move, actually, guys. <laughs> they have a car. I think they have cards. Where they yeah, I think they're like sponsored and, by Chipotle, which is God smart damn, move. It's so brilliant. I, uh, I, well, can I get that for Taco Bell? Or how about, no, Panda? We, can we get Panda Express cards? I'll that'd fucking. Be good. That'd be good. Okay. We should just start repping obscure, more obscure places. I think, the, yeah, I think it's a great move. Yeah. Moe's would definitely fuck with this. See, but Moe's like. Moe's is I've great. Never, I don't know what Moe's is. You walk in, they go, welcome to Moe's. I like it. I like it already. It's it's great. I like a good welcome. Moe's was one of those places, though, that I always felt like it was all about quantity over quality. Yeah. Like they would just give you a giant burrito the size of your neck. And the, but the <laughs> but meat was always juicy. Was the meat ever dry? <laughs> meat was never dry. <laughs> what are you saying? That was a good visual. <laughs> no. What? What? I hate it. But it makes. <laughs> Sorry. It makes sense. It so makes funny. sense, though, doesn't it? True. The size of your neck. Yeah. No. It's, it's the size of your neck. It's a big fucking burrito. <laughs> it's, a long it's so much, it's so big. <laughs> exactly. Maybe this is why they succeeded because people walk in, die laughing, work up a hunger from all that yeah. exercise. Like, fine, I'll take the that neck burrito. <laughs> Dude, it's there, too big. There's a place that makes extra big burritos in Los Angeles it's called like Freebirds or something. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I'm from LA. How did you just stop place. laughing that quick? <laughs> did you, did you notice? Did you know, you're like you're like on the point of tears, and then he's like, uh, "Free birds!" Like, oh really? I'm from LA. <laughs> it was in the valley. That's all I know. Oh, I don't know don't where know. else it was. We used to play this game when I was a teenager, where we would get ourselves to laugh really hard and then just drop it, and Wait, I always failed. Really? I was really bad at it. What a, what was the game called? <laughs> I don't Some remember. Some games have no names. <laughs> it didn't have a name. Wait, wait. The game was to experience an intense emotion <laughs> the and like then <laughs> halt. Oh, because I think it'd be funny if you also like terrified someone and would just, like, <laughs> like plug their brain into like to where they re- like let them read one document from the Illuminati, see what's really going on in the world. And they're like, yeah. oh, and they're like, all right, you got to act like it's okay. 
<laughs> You've just won $4,000. Great. No, too bad dollars are going to be absorbed into the world currency by 2024. It'll just be one currency. Baby we'll be run enslaved by aliens who want us. The accent will be, accent will be currencies. <laughs> the better your accent, the more stuff you can buy. But they we used all... to play that, and then we used to play laughing without smiling. Which is impossible. Wait, that's <laughs> wait, that's wait. What is that? So you got to. <laughs> 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 really it's good a fun game. When you do it really well, though, it's fucking. It sounds like a sad, a person who got so sad that they came. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a ve- which is a level of sad only like only achievable in the nineties, which I experienced <laughs> in the nineties. Yeah. Wait, wait. So last. So I got, I'm gonna tell you this, and then you. So okay. Earlier this year, in January of 2020, ah, um, I was back in New Orleans. Bill Burr was in town doing a theater, and I like reached out. Uh, and was just like, hey, awesome that you'll be here. Uh, if you if you happen to need an opener, I'm around. But no, you know, I felt like a fucking loon. Did you say it was sort of like, totally cool if not? No of course pressure. I did. And yeah, much yeah. more savvy comic. Of course comic. I did. And a less honest comic would just be like, yeah, so I was in New Orleans opening for No, nah, I was fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was way too like, I sent him like, I, I got his number from some, like, it's not like Bill Barr and I are like buddies. We're just like. Good acquaintances. I fucking respect the shit of that guy, and he's always been cool to me. And he's arguably my favorite comic, but like yeah. currently. And I sent him, you know, this text. I was like, it's me. Just saying. Anyway, sorry. And he didn't respond for like 24 hours, and I immediately just forgot. I was like, just move on. You yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Move on. And then like a week forget later, about it. he'll forget about yeah, it too. A week later, he hit me up. I was like, hey, man, yeah, actually, if you're around, I got Joe Bartnick, his opener, one of his openers. He's like, Joe's with me, but if you want to just come do a guest spot, you're more than welcome. And I was like, fuck, cool. But the night before, <laughs> I'm drinking with my brother and my boy Rory, and we're fucking hammered. <laughs> and then um, love drinking with a Rory. You got oh, yeah, I know. How many Rorys time. do you know? <laughs> None. I got. I know. I, six I only Rorys. dream about it. I only dream about drinking with Rorys. I know six Rorys. Two of them are awesome. Two of them suck, and the other two are just a lot. How many of them are Rory Scoville? One. And I'm not going to tell you which category. I'm not going to tell you. I got a hunch, buddy. <laughs> I know, but um, would be all sick. No, no, my people. buddy. That here's the thing. My buddy, I'm talking about. Uh, I co-wrote. I co. I co-write uh, scripts with this guy. His name's Rory Windhorst. God damn. Fun guy man. to drink with. I bet. Good oh, yeah. guy to drink. But anyway, so we're getting so my brothers with us. Windhorst. So we're getting fucking hammered. And then Ari Shafir was in town, and he hits me up, and he comes and meets up. And then Bill texts me and is like, hey, I'm in, where are you, you out? I'm like, sure. So then Bill shows up. So now it's his big crew. But by the time Bill gets there, I am wasted, <laughs> wasted, and just a fucking pill of a human being. <laughs> I am just like drunk. I have pills. And I don't even, I don't even remember what it was. But I think I was fucking with Bill about, about sports, about uh-huh. like Boston sports teams. And he was like, this guy, he was basically like defending himself like this fucking guy. And I was like, oh, here you go, doing your Bill Burr thing where you're just going to fucking out. Uh, out, uh, in, out aggressive me. You're gonna be like, you know, you're, you're, I'm just saying, dude. Try to have a conversation. I was just completely out of line. Yeah, I was yeah, just a yeah. fucking idiot. Uh, 
And he, he he laughed at me, but also gave me like that. Jesus, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. thing. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm fucked up. And I was. And then like, then I went off on a tangent about just how I fucking. I don't fucking, nobody fucking, I can't fucking, like that, basically. A tangent about nothing, where I'm just, like, drunk and emoting bullshit, and he's like, yeah, it's going to be all right, man. All right, I got to go. And I woke up the next day being like, there's no fucking way I'm, there's going to let me do the show tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I ruined it. I fucking ruined it. I, dude, and this, I just sat, oh, I would have yeah. spiraled so dude, fucking I, oh, hard. I, I fucking nine-inch nailed this motherfucker. <laughs> the downward spiral, reference to the 90s. I mean, I... I was just, dude, I, I gave, like, even the spiral itself would have been like, I didn't know I could go that fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then I get a text, like, a couple hours later, and I remember I was just sitting in my sister's apartment on the futon, staring at the what wall, like, done. ruined it, ruined it. <laughs> but it was Bill's, like, uh, production manager for the show, the tour manager, was like, hey, get here by this time, you're doing 10 minutes. He was like, oh, cool, cool. And I show up. I bring my boy Rory Windhorst with me. Uh-huh. We go backstage. Bill's like, hey, man, good to see you. His parents. I meet his parents. <laughs> Joe Bartnick. And the show goes well. And then afterwards, we end up at this cigar bar. And I was like, hey, man, I just, uh, I'm really sorry about last night. And he's like, listen. And he's just like, you got to fucking chill out. You know? Look, you're doing great. You know? You got you to gotta accept where you are and just got to enjoy it and be happy. And like. He can do a Bill Burr You know, impression. work. Work at it. But just don't let yourself become miserable like you were last night. Just be, just be proud of where you are. And. You know, fucking live it up. Be happy, man. You're doing it. And it was such like an overwhelming moment of like, thank you, Bill. And he's like, nah, no problem. I got to go. <laughs> but believe you me, I was like, I was in, it was this moment where it was like, I needed to hear that from him. Yeah, yeah. But also at the same time, he said it. I needed to also, I guess, fall to just crumble to a piece of shit before him. Yeah. For him to be like, hey, maybe you just need to hear this from me. Yeah. And he was so fucking cool about it. Ah, yeah. that's what's up. And I, but I saw him last night. We can't say where we saw him. Right. Uh, but we saw him last night at a place where they're doing mm-hmm. distanced outdoor shows. And he was, he was like, hey, what's up? But you... I remember, okay, can, I, can I say this from my perspective? Do it, do it yeah. Because so I Mike, love you. Mike goes on to the stage. But it's a very... It's, a, it's an interesting situation because it's like a distant show and those can be weird. Yeah. And... I've been to this place that we can't right. mention. Mike is saying is that setup. he's, Mike's convinced he's not having the best set, but in my opinion, no one can have the best set in that situation. Uh, it's just a weird situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at one point, you go, Is Bill Burr still here? Is Bill Burr still here? Did he leave? And Bill had like stepped outside temporarily. Uh-huh. And, and everybody kind of laughed and no one responded. Like, oh, thank Christ he fucking <laughs> left. But then he, of course, two minutes later comes back. And sits down, but I didn't think you saw him. No, I didn't come see back. him. So I just started yeah. melting down just harder. Melting it, down harder. Just melting down inside the glass. Yeah, like yeah. The place, has a, the place has a shield between the audience. Just a drunk the outdoor animal. audience. Yeah, wow. just she's uh, melting down. But the melting down with the freedom of someone who thinks their <laughs> fa- one of their favorite comedians is not in the room. Just oh, no. <laughs> total fall. Like that's so much pain. And afterwards. Mike comes and sits six feet away at the table we're all sitting at, and Burr, with a mask on, walks over and gives his fist out and goes, hey, Mike, good set. He doesn't say good set. What did he say? He didn't say anything. He just pounded my fist. No, I know. He said, hey, Mike, good set. No, he said, Mike, good job. No way. He 100% said He said that? He said your name, and he said, Mike. (laughs) No, dude. Because I was closer to him. He said, Mike. Does this make you feel so much better? Well, dude, your face last night, you looked. I was like, I wish I would 
was quick enough to pull out a camera and take a picture of that and be like, remember this. <laughs> Just remember this when you're at your saddest. Because I've never, you were like, thanks, thank you. It's the biggest, you were smiling so hard it looked like it hurt. No way. You were smiling. <laughs> I do not remember it like this. And you, were just, you pounded him back and you were like, you were just like glowing. You were glowing because I, because, I think Bill, whether or not he saw your old that that guy's seen it all. Yeah, he has. You're yeah. not going to shock him with. I also I don't. don't yeah. I I just hope he doesn't remember me. I guess to an extent, and I can. He, and he nah, sees dude. me in a different circumstance. I also later. I also think that like I'm sure that'll happen. And I think because I know you point. you could do this. You could do this. I could do that. Like I think if you're good at comedy and you love it and you care about it and you see it enough, you don't need. You don't need the person to do well to know if they're funny or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You that's, know that's what's funny. That you is can, what Eagle Witt said. He's like, yeah. the, the set wasn't great, but like the way you bomb is still, you're still a good comedian. And that, dude, dude, I, I mean, like, I hate Which, to fucking say it, but sometimes, like, there are, like, when you watch, like, old Carlin, yeah. or when you watch, or when you listen to, like, early Hedberg, even, like, they're not killing. No, no. But Hedberg, those sets are still brilliant. They're still funny. Because they're, like, slightly ahead of that yeah, audience. I didn't even know. At that time. I was growing you know? up watching his special thing, and, like, this is so good, his Comedy Central one, and then I found out years later that apparently he was bombing that set. And just redid it. And I just... That same night. Maybe. I just didn't know that. Dude, I mean, like, I you, thought they, but I thought the one yeah. they released that they recorded was him not doing that well. I can't remember what the first is. I think his first album is called Strategic Grill Locations, yeah. but it's it's in Houston. And he recorded, and he's got someone playing bass. Yeah, that one's so great. On. Yeah. That's a one of my favorite fucking albums. But half of those jokes don't hit at all. Yeah, and yeah. they're all brilliant. Yeah, and like that's what I'm saying, dude. Like you watch early Carlin specials; he's never doing well until 35 minutes in, yeah. and then the audience starts to catch up to him. And, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, so sometimes the bomb isn't a bomb. Like, to me, bombing is going up there, telling a joke. It gets no reaction. You just fall apart. And everyone just sort of, like, is clearly waiting for you to get off. Yeah. But what you did last night and what I've done, believe you me, more than any, we, any, anyone who cares and loves this does all the time, is you have this moment where you tell a joke and it gets a laugh. <laughs> But it's a certain kind of laugh. It's almost like a quiet, like, what? <laughs> that kind of laugh. <laughs> but at, we're, we're being so personal and so real in that moment that our expectations are fucking through the roof. Yeah. So anything less than a resounding applause break howl, uh, we're just like, oh, that was terrible. So then you clearly... Which you can't receive during these times either. I know. Especially yeah. in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just start allowing yourself to emote. And, and you could feel the energy. Even if the audience isn't dying laughing, they're still with you. And they're still like, okay, I don't know what this guy's going through, but it's entertaining as the fuck. <laughs> and I'm not... You will not peel me away from this. <laughs> so there, I don't know. There is a level of like awesomeness in a meltdown set. Yeah. yeah. That is that can also, sometimes some people be... are really fun to watch bomb. Like some yeah. people are really fun. Especially to... if they're your friends. Yeah. I mean And I think huh. what you said about like what a bomb is like is like I would say it's even worse sometimes. It's like when you tell a joke and it doesn't go well and then you turn on the audience. I don't I haven't done this, but that's like when you get I, angry that's yeah. what I that's what I was ashamed of is I felt like I started to attack a little bit just because I was like, well, 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 fuck you. Well, sometimes Dude. that can be funny, too. I it's mean, like when you're, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's Dude, a vibe. I mean, you know, RIP, but Brody, Ste- Brody Stevens oh, yeah. was the fucking mat. Brody was like, I the first time I ever saw Brody l- 
No, it's not the first time I ever saw Brody. I saw Brody live a couple times before this, but one of the most memorable times I ever saw Brody was the first time I ever did Portland, uh, the, the Bridgetown Fest in like 2009, maybe. Um, it was the first time I ever truly saw, for the first time ever, a comedian go on stage and like eight comics who were outside smoking cigarettes all just run in. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And Brody was a master at going out there. If he was doing... Does it, let's just say, let's say he's doing a 20-minute set. For the first 10 minutes, he is just all over the map, saying the most fucking, re- jumping around, his, his calling, you know, like, nailed it, enjoy it. You know, he had his, like, his, yeah. like uh, he would guess, he'd ask people where they were from, he'd tell them what high school, uh, what football, because he, right, really right. he was really into sports on every level. Yeah. And he, he could tell you what high school. Yeah. 8 till I die. You know, like, and he could tell you, yeah. but he could also tell you, like, if, like, if I, I remember one time he asked me where I went to high school, and I said Slidell High, and he went, Tigers! Like, he knew <laughs> mascots. He just, bam, he could net. But then he would, <laughs> so dude, it was crazy. But then he would turn it, he would turn it at, like, the halfway point, and then for the second 10 minutes of that 20-minute set, everyone is, tear, like, tear laughter. Because you just get him. You just, like, you clocked into, like, oh, this yeah. is what this is now. And then it takes him halfway through to buy in. And then for that second half, you're gripping. And you won't forget it. Yeah. That's the most important part. Like, yeah, maybe two comics earlier was a comic who, right from the get-go, just knocked it out of the park. But it was all standard stuff. Yeah. Not saying anything's wrong with that, but just very. But, like, Brody, you never, you didn't forget Brody. Yeah. You remembered Brody. You imitated Brody for your friends. You talked about Brody with other comedians. You would fucking text Brody lines to other comics or mm-hmm. people. Like, he, he, he just, he resonated with you. Todd yeah. Glass was the same. Well, still is. Todd Glass is not dead. Todd Glass, same exact way. Yeah. You watch Todd Glass for fucking... 10 minutes and it'll sometimes it's like this guy what the fuck he's is so happening? weird he's so cool when he comes into town then, too every yeah. time he comes to Atlanta everybody gets so excited oh Todd <laughs> Todd's one of my he's favorites to watch because he's off the fucking walls yeah, yeah. he's a nut that, that guy will do shit where you're like I don't like are, is this a movie am I am I in a movie right now playing an audience member and I'm such a good actor that I forgot <laughs> that this is not a movie. Yeah. Because he, he'll, like, get you involved as the audience, and you're doing, like, a call and response with him, which at first you're like, this is weird. I don't want to do this anymore. But then 10 minutes later, you're like, I don't ever want to stop doing this. This is the most fun I've ever had. He's so fucking great. But I think Bill's also on that level, because I've seen Bill go up there, and, you could, like, for the first half to set, you could tell he's just, it feels like he's pushing people away, but yeah. all he's really doing is giving them room to laugh. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, he says something that just catches them. And you're just, take me. Yeah. Take me back in. That's what the good ones do. Once yeah. they get to a certain level, they're totally comfortable starting slow or whatever, mm-hmm. I guess. Or just like, Maybe. I think that's more like, I don't know. I like, yes, comedy is supposed to, yeah, being funny is the operative goal. But being funny doesn't always mean instantaneous right from the get-go murder. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while to establish you, your and even when you're famous, even when your fans come to Patrice, see you, Patrice was thing. like that too. I oh, feel Patrice like. was beautiful at that. Yeah, just he'd fucking attack, he'd burn the entire crowd down, yeah, and then build them all right back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, they'd, they'd the be ashes. They'd be like the all be phoenixes hole. rising from the ashes. Yeah. Fill them with their corpses. It was <laughs> fucking. Yeah. But like that's. But speaking of rising like the phoenix, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> like okay. the rising, like the falcon wow. from the ashes Man, of a twenty-eight we're talking, to three. If you're about to, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what are what are the five words of your story? Okay, interestingly enough. Yeah, here we uh, go. Right, 
Fire. Fire's a good one. Baseball. That's a fucking fun one, too. Pine. Fire, baseball, can pine. Write, can you write them down, though? All right. Matches. Okay. Whooping. Fire. Baseball. baseball. Pine. pine. <laughs> Matches. Whooping. Yes. Okay. So. Can I go first? You want to go first? Yeah. All right. Caitlin's going to give it a go. Go. All right. So back in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. By your house. Uh, there was like this old house kind of like a ways in a little bit in the middle of nowhere that had burnt down a while back from a fire. And you and the neighborhood kids would go turn it into like a baseball field. That's where you guys would like play around during the day. And um, you just felt like you had really good luck there. Like your team always won. (laughs) And you were like, this field is mine. And then this new kid came to town and he started winning all the games against you. And you were like, fuck this shit. I think that I just need to like kind of burn this field again and recreate like the best juju. So you got some matches and it, it was like a like a pine forest nearby so uh-huh. you just like grab some some kindling from there and you uh tried to burn this field down that was already like not it was already kind of burnt down but you're like i'm gonna start another fire and then the juju's gonna come and luckily um the fire department saw like was called by a neighbor as this fire started to uh escalate uh-huh. and uh they came and you got a really big whooping and talking to and <laughs> that's when you learn that you shouldn't play with matches and juju doesn't come from starting fires that's my story what's pretty yours? pretty close <laughs> okay i'm thinking this is back in mike's teen years when he was a dope fiend and um there's some good fi- there was good fire sense of media in uh atlanta <laughs> so mike got rip roaring sense weed Oh, some fire, fire right? ass dank. So you smoke that fucking. You smoke some fire dank, and you got high. You got high as fuck, and you went to your high school baseball game, and you know, and and you were like baseball. What about you? Mean snack pit, and you went, and you know, you know those fucking. Those you get a. You got you a hot dog. You got you a slice of pizza, not cold, warm. You got you a bag of peanuts. You got you a fucking soft serve ice cream cone. You were just ripping down all you munchies. Yeah, you're ripping down all this munchies. You're like, oh god damn it, I gotta fucking take a dump, real <laughs> bad. But I don't want to take a dump because there's all these women that I'm not gonna talk to. <laughs> but I don't, still don't want to poop. But I got to. So you go, you take the worst dump of anyone's <laughs> life, and you're like, how can I cover up the smell? Oh, there's air freshener, pine, pine air freshener does nothing. It was the only time you spray it, you smell it, and then immediately it, you almost see it die. You, it, your shit was so stinky, right? <laughs> you almost you spray it, and you almost see the pine dissolve in midair. You're like, oh, some fucking matches. <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, these matches. You start lighting matches. Nothing. They can't cover up the stench. You open the window. Like, this is the only thing you do. You open the window, and suddenly from outside the window you hear, <laughs> and you look, and it's a whooping crane, right? <laughs> and it's whooping so loud that every all these girls run. What is that? And you run from the bathroom real quick, get away from it. And you're like, uh, it's a whooping crane because you know your birds. And there, in your in your high state, you describe what a whooping crane is, and you end up going home with two of the girls that night. Damn! Wow, that sounds more accurate. And which which. They didn't even realize they were turned on by the pheromones floating around from your massive doo-doo. Yeah, 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 because that's what 
There's pheromones in your shit. Yeah. 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 So which which, which one of our stories is more (laughs) accurate? (laughs) No, it is true. 100% true. (laughs) I farted in front of a girl and she never called me back, so. Which one's one's closer? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin's? All right, fair enough. Still, Southern boys still don't want to admit he doo-doos. What's the real story? story? (laughs) (laughs) What did you just... I said, Southern boys still don't want to admit he doo-doos. All right. So... Caitlin, you were definitely the closest. This is what happened. I was, uh, it was Christmas break, fifth grade. Um, I'm in the neighborhood with my buddy Frazier, and there's a field behind my house. There's a baseball field behind my house that's attached to my Wait, church. what's Frazier's last name? Baudry. Baudry. Right. His family's from Louisiana. Shit, yeah, he is. Frazier Baudry. LSU. Um, <laughs> Baudry. And so... We used to go run around behind the church and behind the school, and we met these kids, and they have fireworks, and we start setting them off, and he gives us some fireworks to fuck around with later, and um, we start fucking around with them, and the fuse is off one of them, so we just try to make a fire and put the firecracker in it to make it explode. Oh, no. It doesn't really work, but we realize, hey, we really like playing with fire. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we're on the side of the baseball field on this hill... That's covered in pine trees, and so below is just all these pine, it's just dried pine needles oh, everywhere. Yeah. Mm. And me and Fraser are fucking having a great time. We're making designs with lighter fluid and fucking lighting them up, oh, no. having a great time. And then I decide to spray some lighter fluid in the pine needles and light that. And buddy, it just starts to spread. And oh, fuck. I'm like, what are we gonna do? So I try to get a wheelbarrow and put it over the fire to snuff it out. It's too big at that point. Frazier's like, I'm going to get your mom. I was like, no, don't you fucking get my mom. He goes and gets my mom. My mom comes out with a blanket like, what happened? And then she sees how big the fire is. She goes, oh, my God. Drops the blanket, runs inside to call the fire department. My dad comes out. He's very heavy at this time. He's about 300 pounds, 5'5". And he's, I mean, it's a big hill. And he's just like chugging up and down the hill trying to clear space so the fire doesn't spread to more pine because it's going to spread up and burn down like three houses in the neighborhood and there's so much smoke going up and fucking people in the neighborhood are starting to come out and see what's happening the guy that was painting our house at the time he comes out now he's on the hill trying to fucking fucking get the pine straw out so the fire doesn't spread it's growing it's building it's it's burning up this tarp it's gonna fuck up the the baseball dugout pretty soon and then I'm crying. I'm crying a bunch. I'm freaking out. I just really fucked up. All the neighbors are coming around, and then finally the fire department comes up, and I just run out. I'm like, it's here. It's over here. Come over here. (laughs) And they come out, and they put the fire out, and everybody's looking at me, man. I mean, the neighborhood, everybody's looking at me, and the fire chief comes up to me. Chief of the fire department comes up to me and said, talk to your daddy. He's going to beat you. He's going to beat you good question is are you going to take it like a girl or are you going to take it like a man what a sexist fire and i said (laughs) i'm going to take it like a man sir i'll never forget that is exactly what he said yeah um and then me and fraser had to sit there for two hours and watch that area to make sure the fire didn't start up again and my dad comes out about an hour in and me and fraser are like delusional at this point we're laughing the hardest we've ever laughed Mm. we're just little boys in fifth Mm -hmm. grade we're like dude we're so fucked We've just done a terrible thing, and we're just, like, we're laughing our asses off. We're, like, yeah. we're fucked. We're just yeah. pointing at stuff. We're, like, look at that branch, and then just cackling. And my right. dad comes out. <clears throat> you think this funny? 
And he goes, think this is funny. Um, we can do this now and it's going to be easier. Or we can do this later and it's going to be worse. And I was like, let's do it now. He's turned me over his knee there with Frazier next to me and just starts fucking. It's just like the worst spanking mm-hmm. I've ever gotten. He's just wailing on me. I grab Frazier's leg and just squeeze it like a pregnant woman fucking giving birth and he's like he's like he's like writhing around i'm just like grabbing his leg he's like no no and we're i'm just like trying connected i feel i'm like putting the pain through my hand from your powder (laughs) and um then it was over and that was the good thing about getting weapons because frazier didn't get weapons like that he he didn't get to have christmas that year in the roland house you got hit and then you left it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you just took it on the chin. Took on the it ass. on the chin. I mean, I was like, I, me and Frazier couldn't hang out for a long time after that. Um, mm. so that's also like, friends. that's also like, you know, it's like Southern, I don't know what you mean, like Southern discipline. It's like extreme. It's like, we're going to get a switch off a stick and give you scars for your life, or we're going to not let you celebrate summer break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can develop insecurities and weirdnesses on your own because you're not socializing. No, gonna- it's like one or the other. Or it's like, Make ah, it fucking tough. Or just sit you boys down and be like, let me, here's what you could have done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take, take yeah. you to a burn ward and be yeah, like, this, yeah. you could have done this to all the people. That's that the right been, punishment. That's yeah. what I'm going to, I'm going to traumatize the shit out of my kids. Yeah. That's also, yeah. I thought that story was. I'm there surprised was, by how close I was, actually. I've never gotten that close Yeah, you were story. super close. <laughs> yeah. I thought. Okay, there were so many moments where it was about, like, I thought you were about to say, like, my dad was heavy and while he was running up. He had a heart attack and died. Oh, fuck. And that didn't that, happen. That's what my mom kept saying. Oh. She's like, your dad could have died. He's, he's not supposed to run like that. I also love that, that he, he, she's blaming you for your dad's Yeah, being fat. Obesity. Then, now he, then he got a gastric bypass or now a couple years after now that. Now skinnier than me. No, that fat fuck <laughs> stretched his stomach back out. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, what no. they do. You, can, you have to change your habits. You can't just fucking. Yeah. yeah. Get a surgery. Uh, or, but then, the part, then you got to the point where you're like, the guy painting our house. Then I was like, all right, this is where this goes wrong. He just, he panics and instead mistakes a bucket of paint for water yeah. and throws flammable paint, only oh, making no. it more. There were so many months. Then you were like, I was crying so hard. I was like, did you collect your tears and that's how you put the fire out? <laughs> <laughs> With your tears? <laughs> but no, that's, yeah, that's, that's fucking crazy, dude, because that, like, I mean, it is true. A gender reveal party has burnt down most of California now. Yeah. It is. is like, it was yeah. a gender reveal party that did that. Yes. That's what they, I mean, I don't. I think they're. I think people are focusing a little too hard on the fact that it's a gender reveal. It could have been just a, a birthday party would have done the same thing. Yeah. Anything with a cake and fire. Yeah. yeah, you know, which everything has. And like barbe, a barbecue could have done it. Would have done it too. But it just so unluckily. Yeah. Coincidentally, happened to be a gender reveal party, but I guess there were pyrotechnics involved. Actually, oh, I haven't looked up the. So also a fucking do, yeah. Metallica concert could have done it as well. Yeah, because the only time I ever saw Metallica live, fantastic, lots of pyrotechnics. Yeah, um, but either way, it's just like yeah, man. Growing up, you said pine needles, dude. I was immediately like teleported back to fucking Louisiana. So like pine trees is something you don't see in New York. No, you don't. No, I, not really in New York. L.A. There's pine trees in L.A. Yeah. But that's a specific type of, like, pine needles. That's a yeah. very specific, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. And that's also... I know what you mean, where you're like... Because we used to do that. I remember, like, smoking fucking joints or smoking cigarettes, even, with friends. And you just, like, pick up a pine needle and you just touch it to the cigarette. Yeah. And, just, and it would just 
they just burn down away. real yeah, quick. It, yeah, I mean, it's just it's they a, burn like crazy. It's like yeah, it's. I what the fuck was I thinking? They're junkies. The pine needles are the fucking fifth grade. Though. Yeah, you're fifth grade. It was you weren't the dumbest thinking. move. No it one starts thinking until they're in the mm-hmm. A hill, and I was like, let me throw a match at the bottom of this. It was. I think I, I think maybe subconsciously I wanted the worst thing. Well, Mike, that's part of the podcast. We uh, based on your story, uh, one of our interns right now on the phone. We've got the fire chief. <laughs> no. I wonder where he's at now. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably just probably giving speech. Probably giving like, listen, kids, you're going to get whooped one day. Yeah. Are you going to be a man about it or are you a gonna girl? T- or, and, which is fine either way. Fine either way. <laughs> He's learned a little it's bit. It's still not okay quiet. to be yeah. gay, though. So okay. are you going to take it like can't a... can't be non-binary <laughs> I like about that. it. Like, are you going to take it like a man and then just beat your kids eventually the same way, <laughs> thinking that the same sort of discipline is working? Or are you going to take it like a woman... And, and end up cutting mistakes. off a man, uh, cutting off a man's genitalia, and being a fucking lesbian, and then also <laughs> marrying marry another man. It out just while he's like, talking, talking about it. Yeah. It's like, man, I really can't get a handle on what's happening right. You're gonna take it like a man and go to a liberal arts college and write poetry about how much it hurt, or are you gonna take it like a woman? And start a band <laughs> and show your vagina on OnlyFans for nine ninety nine a month. Wait, what, sir? You're getting real specific. <laughs> Wait, my daughter. So Mike Mike Roland spelled R O L A N D R O W L. Okay, thank you. Because I, I have you in my phone with a W. Um, yeah, they spelled it wrong on the table last night. I know. I saw that, but we we, we can't say the table where. But. Uh, I told somebody. Is that bad? I not? No, it's fine. Listen, just, Liz, you're just you're giving away more and more. <laughs> <laughs> five, 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 Every five, cent. Five. Well, no, just because, uh, you know, it's a bit, you know, that, uh, by the time this comes out, everything will be open for business. But yeah. um, Mike it's Roland. It's coming out tonight. <laughs> okay, it'll be open for business tonight. <laughs> Roland, R-O-W-L-A-N-D. I will honestly say, always one of my favorites to watch. Mm-hmm. Always one of my favorites to hang with. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I, you did, and I don't want to give it away because I think it's a bit you still do. But you, you, the, at the Comedy Cellar's Village Underground location, which is my favorite, I love all the Comedy Cellar rooms, but the Village a, Underground became my favorite. My favorite yeah, there's a live band on stage, and you did a thing once with the live band that I was laughing at, and also just enjoyed from like a like a like a fun. It was just. It was one of my favorite things I've ever seen anybody do with the live band. Because you see a lot of people start singing a song and then stop or yeah, yeah. try and have like a back and forth. and try and sing, yeah. it, 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 But you just messy. committed to this opening thing you did with the band. And again, I don't want to give it away because I think you should still all, I think you should do it every do time. It. It's yeah. Salad Fingers. Yeah, Salad Fingers. Just, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Mike Rowland, a.k.a. Salad Fingers. Look him up. One of the best, funniest, humble heroes. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Michael Roland O underscore O, and that's pretty much it. I got to update my website. Look him up. What is your website? MikeRoland.com or MichaelRolandComedy.com. I haven't committed to one name or the other. Okay, that's fine. You know, your commitments, you know, you commit to bits. What do you think? Should it Don't be commit Mike, to business. Mike or Michael? I can't decide. You know, you can have both, right? You can have two domains that route to the same website. I, that's what I've done. Oh, nice. There you it go. So there you go. To, you don't yeah. have to. Con- it's your name. Well, how are you announced on stage? Is it Mike or Michael? It's a pa- it was Michael, and then the seller started booking me as Mike, and I was like, I guess I'm Mike now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, Michael Roland. I, I, I like Mike as in just the one L. Mike Roland. Yeah. I feel like it 
roll ends off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds like a cool, like, it just sounds like a cool comedian name. It's Mike Roll. So, yeah. Okay, yes. so Mike yeah. Roll and check him out. So we made the decision for you. It's Mike, Mike now. It's Mike now. Yeah. There it is. Gotta change. Yep. Thank yeah. you for listening. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Stay Thanks safe. For me. This is a lot of fun. Good. Vote. Yes, vote. Also vote. Okay, Eep. bye. Hey guys, this is Caitlin. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I just released a new song called Little Voice under my music moniker, Candid Bandit. So here is that. Thanks for listening. I got lost in a train of thought. Its last stop was here. Found myself walking your block again. I got caught in the rain, I thought. My last stop would be here Found myself walking down your block again And I've been stepping out on what's expected I've been stepping out just to get my steps in But the little voice in the back of my head Says I can't do it, no, I can't do it. Oh, the little voice in the back of my head. Oh, why do I still listen to it? Turning on to Jerusalem, your words sit in my ears. Never could take a Yeah.